0: We we basically have been working on the van all day today and most of the day yesterday. How do you feel like our working together has been going?
1: It's been a growing experience.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode three of Morley and Eden's Grand Adventure. I'm Eden.
1: And I'm Morley. Um, I want to add some context to the end of our last episode because I feel like it was super chaotic.
0: It was very chaotic.
1: So we watched the video together and we noticed that when Eden's family arrived, which is what spurred all the chaos at the end, they came about 30 minutes earlier than we expected.
0: Rude. You could actually
1: see (laughs) them through the door in the video. So you see them pull up and they walk in. We wanted to try to get their reactions on camera, but I think we quickly realized that it was just going to go off the rails.
0: And their dog, my, my brother and sister-in-law's <laughs> dog, Ozzy, she was so excited to see us. Like, she literally peed. It was very exciting. She,
1: first spill in the van first spill is the- Ozzy peeing on the
0: floor. So far, we see... It seems like our subfloor is watertight, so thank yeah. you, Ozzy, for testing that for us. Glad we put in that <laughs>
1: mold-resistant paint.
0: Yeah. I mean, urine is pretty um, bacteria-free, I understand, right? Is yeah, like a? that's
1: fair, but we still don't want that soaking in.
0: No, no, we do not want that soaking in.
1: So... Before we got off the derailed at the end <laughs> of the last episode, uh, we were talking about the kind of video thoughts mm-hmm. going forward with this. So I was talking about how I was painting some of the subfloor pieces with my dad in the garage, and I was feeling a little nervous and uncertain about the videos going forward in this van because I've been doing all these trash to treasure videos, all these large woodworking projects, which in large part has like propelled the growth of my channel, and I really enjoy doing those and with the van it's going to be like almost impossible to do videos like that so i was kind of talking about that with my dad and he was giving me all these super fun video ideas that i had never thought of before so like A lot of things that reminded me of, like, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, or Anthony Bourdain. Mm. He was like, you should go to every place that says it has the best burgers in North America (laughs) and try them. Or all these, like, long-running sort of series videos. Right. Um, And I think that, in combination with Ryan Trahan's Penny series, which we watched together last year, Mm -hmm. and then we watched the new series this year, because it just came out uh, about a week ago as of this recording, it sort of, like, reinvigorated uh my excitement about making videos in the van and lessened a bit of that anxiety
0: i think one of the things about like the ryan trahan videos that i find very endearing is just like how good he is with interacting with strangers yeah and how like we really need to like find our inner ryan trahan when we're on the road so that we can like meet more people and like have those interactions because i think It could be easy just to keep to ourselves so part of like going on an adventure is meeting new people and people are sometimes the most interesting thing about a place so we got to like find our inner inner uh ryan trahan our inner awkwardly social not socially awkward yeah uh, way of being in the world which i kind of i love
1: for those who don't know ryan trahan is a youtuber he did this series in 2022 where he traveled across america starting from one penny and he made a daily video every day for 30 days it was like so much fun it was probably some of the most fun videos i've ever watched on youtube and then he did a redux this year where he did getting back to america from europe starting from one penny in seven days Mm -hmm. which was i would say not as good as the original but it was still very good
0: was it not as good because it wasn't novel
1: I think so. It also felt like there weren't as many stakes. Like you, right. kn- you knew he had done it before, but still it's still a great. Great series. Did
0: his first series inspire you to do a video a day for 5 days?
1: No. I think that was before the series came out. That okay. was in like April or May of 2022, but those videos did sort of inspire the turning a free pallet into a $550 ah. table. I think uh, cuz I think even in that video I say game plan like, I said, oh, like, really? this is the game plan. And I was really, <laughs> like, inspired by Ryan Trahan, and I think I was trying to think, like, how can I make a fun challenge in one of my videos right? and have money sort of be a part of it? Yeah, like, the cash register, keeping track of money, that was incredibly inspired by Ryan Trahan.
0: Right. I'm just thinking, like, it's curious, because I'm just thinking. It's <laughs> curious. <laughs> I know when you did those, a video a day for five days, like, that was really intense, yeah. and you are a one-man show, like you are producing, editing, creating all on your own versus some of these, like, bigger YouTubers like Ryan Trahan or MrBeast. Like, they have a whole team behind them. Yeah. Um, And I know we talked about this. Like, I was like, okay, if you ever want to do that again, like, it has to fit with my schedule because, like, (laughs) I ended up doing, like, all the household stuff, which was, like, fine. We knew that was going to happen. But I'm curious. It just, I think it's really interesting that, like, you did that when you were under pressure. It was really intense. And then this, like, really cool thing came out of it the like trash to treasure whole like the trash to treasure chapter in the Morley Kurt journey and so I'm just like wondering I'm like oh like if you put yourself in a situation like that again where it's like really intense or like really hard maybe what came out of that experience isn't something that's great but the thing that comes after might yeah. be yeah that was really long-winded does that make sense that no
1: that was great I totally agree I think this change will like breathe new life into my videos, which I've sort of been craving and just yeah. create a lot of opportunities for making really fun and different stuff and just like genuine content as well, which I've also been craving. Yeah. Like real situations. Yeah, I-, I think it's gonna be really fun.
0: I think we'll definitely have a lot of real situations. I was just thinking about when we were at Costco yesterday and we saw we saw a camper van. And I was like, oh, I want to see their inside. Because it like, was
1: another Dodge ProMaster. Yeah. So it was the same van that we have just finished.
0: <laughs> and I was like, wait, is it appropriate to just, like, go up to someone in the parking lot and be like, can I see inside of your home? And you were like, probably not. And then they were leaving anyway. Yeah. But that kind of spread the conversation around, like, okay, we're going to have to just, like, ask people and say, can we see inside your van? Yeah. And, all that kind of stuff, being more out there.
1: And uh, my instinct, I think, in some of those situations is, at least in that one, was like, no, give them their space. Although when I was in Niagara and a guy had a Ram Promaster, he saw me looking and he kind of invited me inside. So that wasn't me taking action, that was him seeing that I was interested. (laughs) But um
0: You were just being a looky looker. <laughs> we gotta get inspired by
1: my parents who will literally like oh walk God. across the lawn of a house that they think looks cool and look in the windows. Yep. <laughs> so my parents are staying at an Airbnb in the town where we live for our wedding. And uh, when they were visiting a couple weeks ago, we drove by the Airbnb and my mom wanted to see inside and it didn't look like anyone was there. Mm-hmm. So she walked all around the house and like put her hands up to the <laughs> glass, looked at all the windows. I, she's done it enough times now that it doesn't freak me out as much as it used to but i still at a certain point i got really uncomfortable and was like mom can we, can we need to leave
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i was like oh this is fine and then you or your dad were like oh there's cameras i, I like, thought like, oh, i heard a noise go.
1: yeah but it's true i mean if you want to make friends with strangers you have to start talking to strangers
0: yep a hundred percent and dogs help with that having a dog definitely helps yeah having a baby helps as well
1: having a super cool camper van
0: yeah Absolutely. We'll have two out of three. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking
1: of, <laughs> should we talk about what we've done since we last recorded? Excellent.
0: I was like, hope you're not segueing into baby talk. <laughs> <laughs> Where's this going? Also, just for the record, it was a very nice visit with my family. I didn't want that to feel like, oh no, they ruined our podcast oh, when they came up last week. That was very
1: so, empathetic of you. I never even thought that someone might miss uh. <laughs> I just wanna <laughs> make it clear that.
0: to the listeners and viewers. Um, yes. So yes, anding you on what have we done this week, we have finished our wire runs yeah. and I only have minor cuts on my fingers.
1: Because <laughs> you have to like shove your hands into all of the sheet metal cavities of the van to run the conduit and the wires.
0: You know, thinking about it, we could have worn gloves.
1: A hundred percent. But mm. I feel like I'm very biased against <laughs> gloves after pole vaulting and weightlifting in high school because you kind of looked down on wearing gloves because you wanted to develop your calluses. You're like, anything yeah. that gets in the way of me developing my calluses, I don't want. Yeah.
0: So for that
1: reason, I think I like, I'm like, i a snob about not wearing gloves. I
0: think the difference between wire runs and like pole vaulting, is that something you did for months on end? Like, wire runs, we were like, I don't know, 12 and done kind of deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I hear you. It is done. Anyway, um, we finished our wire runs. We've added a lot more insulation.
1: Yeah, we got this stuff behind us if you're watching, this box of wool, which we've been using to fill all the cracks in addition to the XPS foam.
0: This is actually kind of a sweet story. Oh yeah, this
1: was so interesting.
0: So we spent a lot of time kind of figuring out what type of insulation we wanted to do. And long story short, we're kind of doing a mix of XPS foam board, um, spray spray foam, foam, and then Havelock wool and um but to get havelock wool it's very it's pretty expensive and it's very expensive to ship so i just was kind of looking online and i found someone selling a box for 150 canadian in uh collingwood which is like about an hour and a half from here so i sent them a message was like hey would you ship it and they're like yeah no problem 20 bucks um they're like hey we'll arrive saturday between like this time and this time i was like oh that's so specific how sweet anyway i got a knock on the door and like the seller like just Drove it up to us, which yeah. was like so nice. Um, I know
1: who's like who is this random person? Yeah, it's like there? I was
0: eating there, <laughs> and I never get packages. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really sweet, and just like spoke to them, and they had wanted to do a conversion, and then like plans changed. They had a bunch of leftover stuff. They actually offered off offered um, some of the other things. In the end, we didn't didn't buy anything else from them. But I was like, wow, that's like so nice. They're like yeah, I just like wanted a nice drive. <laughs> so that was kind of a nice little community thing. Cause a lot of the things that we're buying are like, are pretty niche. Um, so when I can find something that we can like buy secondhand, it's, is really sweet. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I diverted, so more insulation. Um, and then we started putting up, putting up the furring strips, which if you're watching the video, are these like wooden beams here. They're basically just like studs that we're going to be screwing our walls and our cabinets and et cetera into Mm -hmm. um so was very much a week of like a little a little bit of this a little bit of that a little little bit bit of monica (laughs) no No, we can't sing that song anymore oh okay yeah it's not not appropriate talk about that
1: afterwards (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean you can just like do you know was going to be bill clinton's um like the song that he uses for his campaign
1: no Mm -hmm. i don't know any i have no idea what you're talking about with this controversy so i'm very curious to hear about it after the podcast (laughs) all
0: right we can move along (laughs) um and then we did a lot of work Then we basically decided that everything that we had decided was wrong. Yeah. 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 We were...
1: (laughs) Not everything, but I guess the first thing is... What should we start with? The toilet.
0: (laughs) The toilet. And this is an excellent time for my surprise.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Following up on my terrible surprise two episodes ago.
0: Well, this might be a little bit better. All right, so um, I am pulling out a whiteboard, and I have some... Uh, whiteboard markers here, which we've confirmed are whiteboard markers. I'm about
1: to have an ASMR podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, anyway, while I set up the surprise, do you want to kind of explain where we're at with our whole toilet?
1: Yeah. So, okay. for a long time, we were thinking about getting a composting toilet. Composting toilet, the big advantage is that they don't smell as much as like a chemical toilet, the sort of thing that you would use in a porta potty that have been adapted for RVs. Now, the composting toilets, for one, are very expensive. They're like 1200 to $1,500. And they also don't compost if you use them every day so you have to let it, everything sit in there for like three four weeks for it actually to turn into compost and you can dispose of it as you would compost but if we would be using it regularly in a van that wouldn't happen so neither of us were excited about the idea of emptying it neither of us were excited about the idea of how much space it would take up or the money so our original plan was to not have a toilet and just to use public bathrooms of which there are many and using good old nature. So I think this week we decided to pretty definitively, like maybe like 70, 80% to nix the composting toilet and just use public facilities. Um, We really were thinking like the only times where we would really be in a bind is if we were parked on like a suburban or city street and there were no like available outdoor areas or no stores open. But I can't really imagine that will be any of our experience or a very, very low percentage of it.
0: So what I... Yes, I agree with all of that. (laughs) What I want to do is I want to make a final decision. Okay. So I've created a little pro con list. Okay. Uh, It is titled. uh, They're
1: not going to be able to see that. All right, I'll read out
0: loud. To poop or not to poop, toilet or not. Here, I'll hold it. You'll hold it. Okay. Okay. There we go.
1: Oh my god, it's so blown out. There's no way. I'm so sorry. Let's just talk it through because they're not even able to see it. You can write it. Use it as like a clipboard.
0: Okay, I'm going to use it as a clipboard. So. I still think it would be useful to have some type of vessel yeah. for ourselves. I wonder
1: if we just lost like half of the listeners because they don't want to hear this. Let's, let's do it, but I'm just curious.
0: Our surprises are going really, really well. Yeah. We can edit this out afterwards. Um, I still think we need some type of vessel Okay. just in case in an emergency. An emergency bucket. An emergency bucket. So emergency bucket.
1: So I like the idea of an emergency bucket because if you're in a pinch, you have something at least. Yeah. What I don't like is it's pretty much the same. That one of those Home Depot buckets is like the same size as a toilet, so we don't actually save on any space. What if we got a shorter bucket? Because okay. we don't have to get one of those giant buckets. Yep, yeah,
0: short bucket, and we can even use it for something else, and you just like yeah. empty it when you are in emergency.
1: Mm-hmm. With short bags.
0: bucket, dual usage wag bags okay I think we have decided
1: nice (laughs) did it
0: did it bang we just
1: needed to turn on a camera to come to a final decision
0: uh do we even need wag bags
1: well I think it makes cleanup easier because then you don't have to like spray it out
0: I just like could we use a regular bag
1: I think let's look into that on our own time I think that's like enough toilet talk for for this episode excellent I appreciate your surprise
0: were you surprised
1: (laughs) I guess so it wasn't like super exciting
0: I'm sorry. It's okay. All right, I'm gonna put the clipboard. Put the clipboard away now. Uh, the other thing that we are still kind of hemming and hawing about is, we calculated our electrical usage and realized just how much energy, how much electricity, um, uh, induction stovetop uses,
1: plus a electric water heater. So a lot of people in RVs use propane to heat things, which makes a lot of sense because burning a gas is a lot more efficient way to generate heat than using electricity to generate heat. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were like, Ugh, you know, having propane in the van, little dangerous. It would just be kind of nice to run everything off of electricity. Yeah. So we were going to do an induction stovetop and an electric water heater, which use an incredible amount of energy, it we was, found out today.
0: Yeah, so we... We knew they used
1: a lot, but we actually ran the numbers same. and we we're like, this is wild.
0: It was like... It's almost like everything else that uses energy in our van combined times two, just for those two yeah. appliances. And in a way, like we think we're doing something wrong because some of the other videos that we've watched um, seem to use a lot less electricity. We, we definitely yeah. still have some questions about it, but as of right now, we're thinking of maybe incorporating propane for... It
1: does make a lot of sense. Really, the main trade-off I see is the space. I'm like, my main anxieties about this van are like, space constraints
0: yeah
1: um and i'm like anytime we have like a big thing that's going to take up a bunch of space it makes me like ugh, big trade-off but you know a water heater would take up space yep um what's the other so water and stove well i guess it would take up more space than the stove mm-hmm. but we could get a small propane just, we just a small got rid propane of, burner
0: we just got rid of our toilet
1: i wonder if you can also use those small camping propane tanks yeah for a water heater
0: probably yeah, yeah, probably. Because we're
1: we're only really thinking about washing our hands, maybe a short shower every now and then, mm-hmm. washing our face at the end of the day. Cause again, usually gonna use Planet Fitness or other public showers yeah. for our like daily showers.
0: No, exactly. Or exactly.
1: More realistically, probably like every third day showers. Once yeah. once we're on the road.
0: Once we're on the road. And we'll just jump in bodies of water and stuff. Yeah.
1: So today we were it was so funny, I don't know if you remember this, but this morning, because we've been working on the van for most of today. Um we were looking at electric water heaters, Eden finds one and is like, Okay, should we buy this one? And I said, Well, considering the fact that we've changed our plan twice in the last three days, maybe we want to hold off on a little bit. And six hours later, <laughs> I'm glad we did not buy that electric water heater.
0: Yes, I am glad. I'm glad we didn't buy that electric water heater. Absolutely. Although I do feel ready to buy our water tank. Yeah. Yeah, I think
1: we're good to pull the trigger on that.
0: It's nice. We have two options. So (laughs) this one is easy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And we get our windows next weekend. I'm going to Montreal for my bachelor party, and my friend Maddie is bringing up our windows and skylights. So soon we'll be able to cut more holes in the van, finish up all the insulation.
0: That's very exciting. Yeah. We, We basically have been working on the van all day today and most of the day yesterday. How do you feel like our working together has been going?
1: It's been... A growing experience. <laughs> <laughs> I have, like, definitely lost a lot of skills of working in groups, mm-hmm. having worked on my own for a while now. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely, like, difficult me for me, especially with, like, the woodworking stuff, the stuff that I've worked on a lot by myself, the electricity stuff as well, because I haven't... I don't have a ton of experience there. Doing that with another person is not what I'm used to. Um, but I think, like... We get frustrated at each other, Mm -hmm. we talk it through, and then we kind of, like, move on and debrief.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a good, it's, like, a good arc of the the challenges. Yeah,
1: and I I think, I think it's good in the end. It's, it's challenging, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, it definitely, I don't know, it's not, not that challenging. That, yes,
1: true. I kind of bookended that with, like, a really, (laughs) a really down statement. No, it is, it is a challenge. It's a good challenge. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy that we're doing it. I think one kind of funny thing we were doing today was ca- trying to calculate all of the Baltic birch plywood that we need to buy for our cabinets. And I don't think we were getting frustrated at each other. I think we were both just getting really tired. Yeah, there's
0: <laughs> and a lot I was of- like,
1: We were just staring at diagrams of sheets of plywood, trying to like split them up into the right size. By the way, I think there might be an online tool to do that. So maybe, no. when we... <laughs> uh. maybe when- It was good practice. It's, it's good that we know. But I think when we do it for real, when we actually do our, like, not our rough estimates, but our actual cut sheets, we can try to use one of those.
0: I'm really glad you told me that. (laughs) One thing I've noticed is we're pretty good at working through conflict quickly when we're, like, doing stuff in the van.
1: Yeah, the hardest is when we're sitting in front of a computer.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: And we're like, I don't know how to move forward. I'm sitting still. I don't understand this well enough to know what to do next
0: because i think we move through things in different ways like when we were like something is wrong with our electrical calculation and i was frustrated because i was like i still don't understand what amps are (laughs) and you're laughing but it's it's hard to wrap your head around right and um and you were like i know what amps are i've known that since i was a child um well also true but you're like i don't understand why these like two numbers aren't matching up and i was like okay let's talk through this from the beginning like let's go back to the the foundations and you're like i just need to think about this by myself and i was like if you leave me right now i'm useless
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> am i am i right
1: yeah you're you're 100% right i just don't have a lot of practice of like trying to figure something out with someone else like that
0: yeah and then we found a compromise you're like Finally, I was like, fine, just go be by yourself you're like, I'm not going to leave you alone. So we like sat with our computers beside each other and I was like, I found a spreadsheet that will do the math for us. (laughs) And then we used that and figured out actually your calculations were right. I think
1: to kind of paint with a broad brushstroke about a difficult part of this whole process Mm -hmm. is that even though van life seems to be all over the internet, there's not a ton of resources to like really sanity check yourself. Yes. It's so DIY focused. It's like most of the information online is from people who have done it themselves and it's all anecdotal. There's not a ton of like this is the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, people have just tried a bunch of different things. So when we when we're at a place where like why aren't our numbers for our electrical calculation coming out right? Even just finding an answer for that was really difficult.
0: Yeah. And I mean and we're
1: still tr- figuring it out. Yep. I think I think like in 2 days we'll we'll know. But uh, yeah.
0: yeah. I think that's that's a good way to put it.
1: The nice thing about working together is like we've been together for seven
0: years
1: (laughs) (laughs) so we have a lot of practice of just like getting through things today like one of the things I really like about a relationship is I know that anytime we like get into a we don't really fight but anytime we get into a disagreement or Mm -hmm. we get frustrated at one another I'm like I know in like 15 minutes an hour we'll be totally fine Mm -hmm. and we'll be like hugging yes so it's it's never I never feel like in the doldrums of like the doldrums of despair with any conflict between us that's
0: good i'm (laughs) glad to hear that yeah just usually just talking it through and i think throughout this process we're just learning that we work through things in different ways yeah um and we've also like been taught how to kind of learn in different ways as well based off of our like what we do for work and our higher education and stuff. I literally just talk through problems all day, every day. Yeah. That is literally what my job is. (laughs) And I don't,
1: I mean, I talk to myself a little bit throughout the day, but most of the time I'm just kind of like in my head, which isn't great. I mean, I, uh, I was listening to this podcast. I really like called my first million. Mm -hmm. Um, they were talking about in their latest episode, like, the difficulties of being like a quote, solopreneur. So like a one person entrepreneur and how lonely it is. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oof, it kind of gets home. Like I really enjoy what I do, but sometimes, it's not like an active feeling of loneliness. It's the realization that what I'm currently doing would be a lot easier with another person. I think, like, that's pretty undeniable. Mm -hmm. It's just that there's trade-offs doing that with another person. Number one, money. Hiring an employee costs a lot. Right. And just being a little less free, a little less flexible. Mm -hmm. So I think eventually I'm bound to hire someone or work closely with someone. Yeah. So this practice of, like doing this is really really good
0: in the meantime i will just work for you for no money (laughs) (laughs) we're one economic unit we are one economic unit baby (laughs)
1: although we still put all of our expenses on like a split on a expense tracking sheet that's
0: true yeah we
1: were actually talking about yesterday i was like should we when do you think we'll stop doing that
0: (laughs) yeah when do you get it when do you get a joint bank account at what point after you get married or not at what point Whatever.
1: I feel like when we have kids, I can't imagine we'll still be doing it at that point. Okay. I think our lives will just get a little too crazy.
0: <laughs> ah, too many things to keep track of. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. On on a more positive note... I thought I, that was positive. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that was positive, yeah. <laughs> Continuing that positive note, <laughs> um, I would say, like, 90% of the time, probably more than 95% of the time, like, things have been going very, very, very smoothly.
1: Yeah. For sure. Especially, like, all of the getting hands dirty work in the van
0: yes um
1: there was one moment we were putting up furring strips yesterday where i thought for a split second that i drilled through the outside of the van
0: (laughs) that was actually so funny because i i was like oh i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go check and i like (laughs) when it looked around and then i came back in and you like had a worried look on your face and can
1: i just give a little context real quick oh yeah sure so these furring strips they're one by twos that are screwed into the walls They're not screwed into the outer walls of the van. They're screwed into these inner layers of sheet metal that form sort of beams going around the interior. But in some areas, especially on the top row, it's a little ambiguous if it's the outer wall of the van or not. Um,
0: I don't think it's ambiguous, but...
1: (laughs) I think I just played head games with myself. Yeah. Yeah so yeah we went outside and we were like i think i didn't do it but i still need to check
0: <laughs> but before that i was i was like are you a million percent sure that you didn't screw into the outside van you're like i'm a million and one percent sure like super confident and then i like continue doing what i was doing and i like look around and you're peeking out just to make sure <laughs> <laughs> i was like that doesn't seem like the act that somebody who's a million and one percent sure would be doing
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I was actually you know like when you almost make a really terrible mistake and your reality kind of splits and you start thinking about like what would have happened because it was mm-hmm. so close to happening yeah. in that moment i was like what would happen if i went outside and i saw a black screw sticking out <laughs> the <through our> van
0: <laughs> you would pull it out and we would patch we would the hole it. and we'd seal it
1: and i feel really terrible
0: that's okay i'm sure i mean we're making other holes in this van yeah i have just a weirdly placed window, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why is our, window? our water fill port is just at the upper <laughs> yeah. edge of the van <laughs> That would get rid of any like gravity fail issues.
0: True, absolutely. It would just be super annoying.
1: But we haven't made any catastrophic mistakes.
0: Then why would you say that?
1: <laughs> I'm not superstitious.
0: I am. <laughs> Gonna knock on all that wood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So far, so good. Um,
1: oh wow, we're already at 26 minutes.
0: All right, that's a good episode. It's should just, just been flowing. Just sort of boom, flowing like. Oh, like God. water. No, but it's not like water. Is it watts that are the water? <laughs> or the volts that are the water? Well, the,
1: the, the flow of electricity is like water. The current like is like the flow. Uh, yes. Not a lot of resistance Stop. in this
0: podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll figure it out. I'll wrap my head around it. Yeah. I just have to explain it to someone else. That's how I learn best, when I have to, like, explain it or teach it to someone else. Nice.
1: All right, should we end it? Was there anything else on the list?
0: No, we got through everything on the list. High
1: five. See you next week or tomorrow, depending on how many episodes we put out before we put out the video.
0: That was a really weak ending.
1: (laughs) Should we redo it?
0: Yeah. See you next time on Morley Needham's Grand Adventure. Bye. (laughs)